It's Topics, the podcast where two comedians discuss serious topics in a serious way. Although, if something funny happens, that's okay too. I'm Michael Ian Black, joined as always by Michael Showalter. Hey Michael, how are you? I'm great. I'm I'm in the Christmas uh, spirit, as it were. Uh, How's uh, how how does that manifest itself? Um, joy and uh, uh, a lot. Of, there's a lot of good Christmas smells around my household as we prepare for the holiday. We're uh, doing a lot of cooking and baking and uh, decorating the Christmas tree. And uh, it's just, it's it's a terrific time of year. And how about you? How are you doing? I'm, I'm uh, also in the Christmas spirit. Um, we're going to be doing some traveling mm-hmm. uh, over the holiday uh, to spend time with my family over in uh, the D.C. area. Now this and is now this is Washington D.C. That's right. Yes, okay. uh, going to be spending some time in the Washington D.C. area, and uh, really looking forward to it. It's um, it's a really special time to just kind of stop down. Yes, and. Um, sit back as it were, kick my shoes off. And one of the things I really like about this time of year is that it's a, an opportunity for me to dig my teeth into a good book because mm. uh, I don't get a chance to read as much as I'd like to, but around this time of year, I almost always get a chance to dig into a good book. Oh, there's, you know, there's nothing like a good book to just, uh, to just awaken the imagination and, and, and get the, get the brain fired up and excited about the story. And are you, what book are you going to be reading over the, the Christmas vacation? Um, I'm reading a, a book about a, it's a true crime book about a serial killer. Oh my goodness. Um, that doesn't sound very Christmassy. Uh, well, no, it's not. Uh, it's certainly a grisly tale. It sounds spooky. Uh, well, yeah, I mean. Maybe better suited for Halloween. (laughs) You could be right about that. I don't know. I don't know. Um, But it's a real page turner. Yeah. It's interesting to get inside the mind of a of a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, and for listeners who are interested in this topic, you might want to, uh, revisit our past topics episode on true crime and you Mm -hmm. can, you can dig that one up in the archives. Well, before we get to today's topic, I thought we should very, very briefly, uh, talk about the podcast and, and some of the obligations that you as listeners bring to the table. And the the first rule with topics is, uh, there are no rules. And, uh, that may sound like I'm, I'm just, I'm just making a joke, but I'm, I'm really not. We really try to keep this just a safe space for any kind of conversation, uh, to take place. Mm -hmm. And, 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 uh, there is a, there is a second rule, which is to have fun. Well, that now, now I don't know that that's actually a rule that that's definitely in the, uh, to be considered category. Well, no, the, the, what we're voting on, um, in the, uh, when we have the, the convention, what we were going to vote on was the rule that has been proposed that the rules be followed. Right. That there was going to be a third, a third, a third rule, which has been proposed and that rule is that you must follow the rules. That's right. Well, the, the so the have fun, that's more of a precept, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yes. It's okay. a guideline. I think it's a guideline. Uh, um, I know that the, we do have, we very much have a guideline, uh, which is that we try to cover 80% of any given topic right. during each episode right. of topics. And then this is where you come in, listener, for whatever percentage we don't get to. 
Um, that's now we're passing the ball to you and you've got to take that ball with your study group and your study group captain and really run with it as just as far as you can until, uh, until you score that touchdown. And the touchdown of course is knowledge. Um, for listeners that are joining us this week that might've missed last week's, uh, show, um, we did point out that we now have all the study groups now have captains. And so um, if you're in one of these study groups out there and you're registered and all your paperwork is in and everything like that, um, as soon as possible, if you could uh, nominate a captain and uh, then we can make it official and then the captains can vote on all of these various uh, proposals that are coming up. Uh, the first one that's coming up, as, as we said, and I think the convention is going to be in uh, March, is that we're considering putting in this third official rule, um, a second official rule that uh, the rules be followed. So the captain really is an important designation. It's not something we we uh, we take lightly. We don't think you should take it lightly. Uh, it does have an enormous impact on how the study groups move forward because, as Michael was saying, we're going to have a uh, a kind of constitutional convention where we draw up uh, a constitution to be instituted among the study groups. Uh, I should say, of course, we're going to have a compact first. Uh, The compact will move to a charter. The charter stage will move to the Constitution. And at that point, uh, those those, uh, rules that get uh, instituted... That they're really going to be hard and fast, yeah, and yeah. And, uh, and very difficult to change. And and it's it's probably worth mentioning too that it you know being a being the captain, it's not a huge um, responsibility. Um, you know the the duties of the captain are are pretty um, minimal on a you know just year to year basis, but. Um, it is it is still a a real thing, and we don't want people to just you know take on the responsibility and not be able to fulfill the duties of the captain, which really are just that you have a minimum uh, attendance requirement to the various uh, district meetings as you brought up and and you just need to be able to go to those meetings i think they're once a month mm-hmm. and you just be able to report back to uh study your group. study group and and you can join these meetings by phone there's a lot of different ways we can set it up um but but if you're going to be the captain it, it really is important that you uh at least take on the responsibility of showing up because um Otherwise, the whole thing kind of falls apart. One of the proposals that I've seen floating around in some of the bulletin boards is the idea that captains will have the ability to levy fines against study group members. Now, I'm of two minds about this. As you know, we've talked about this extensively. On one hand, yeah, we want to make sure that there is a a kind of carrot and stick system so people follow the rules uh, for the study groups. Uh, For example, one of the one of the fines could be, uh, you know, 25 cents in the bucket for cursing, you know, if you. If a, if a curse word comes out of your mouth, well, that's twenty five cents, friend. Um, but you don't want to take this idea too far. You don't want to. You, you don't want people to feel like, oh, geez, if I go to the study group, is it going to cost me a couple bucks? Right. Uh, you know, money that could be better spent on maybe bringing cupcakes for the group. Right. Right. Well, I mean, uh, you know, look, Captain is not a position of authority to be abused. You know, you are. It does put you sort of above the other members of the group in a lot of ways. And it gives you a certain amount of power to make decisions. And and certainly you and I um, are all for that. And, you know, I, I don't know if you saw, but the, but part of that fine proposal is that a, pr- a portion of that uh, fine money is going to go towards the, 
you know, the show. Yes. Um, not a big percentage. And I think the, you know, the exact numbers can be, you know, can all be worked out, but, um, you know, I just think it's an inter it's interesting, the developments that are happening right now with the study groups. Um, and I think, you know, I'm, I know I'm excited about it. Well, it's exciting when you see this kind of organic process start, start to take shape and, in a sense, new life forms begin to emerge from the primordial muck. And we're seeing which creatures will survive and which ones won't. I mean, it's evolution in miniature, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And, and you know, we have all sorts of incentives out there for uh, the captains to, you know, a little friendly competition, I like to call it, just to get the study groups uh, motivated. And so we have all sorts of little uh, prizes that we're offering to the captains um, to, you know, to just make their study groups as, as vibrant and as um, motivated as, as they can possibly be. So we have coffee cups, we have uh, puffy fingers, we have stadium seats. Well, I mean, you know, on a, uh, yes, we have all of that. And I, you know, maybe I'm jumping the gun. I don't, you didn't say whether I could announce this or not, but I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Um, as you, as you said, there's districts and then the districts bleed into regions and there's eight regions across the country. And so we're giving away to the top regional, right. uh, captains in each, each region, mm -hmm. uh, we're giving away eight, one for each region, region, uh, five, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, four day, five night, uh, vacations to yeah. Kissimmee St. Cloud. Yeah. Uh, and this is for the top performing study groups, or for the captains, for the top performing study group captains in each region. Yeah. So if that doesn't motivate you, I don't know what will. If, I don't well, know if, you, if you haven't been to Kissimmee St. Cloud, it's uh, it's it's in Florida. It's 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 a fun community. There's a lot of outdoor activities, as you can imagine. Now, the region that encompasses Kissimmee St. Cloud will also, uh, fortunately or unfortunately that's the same prize for you because we, we negotiated a package and we couldn't get, mm -hmm. we couldn't get seven to kiss me, St. Cloud and one to, you know, Grand Forks or something. We, we, we just, yeah. so that's, that's a little bit unfortunate, although I still think you'll have a great time. Well, I can tell you already though, um, next year's, next year's it's going to be in the San Diego area. So, yes, you know, but don't, but don't say where, because that, that I said in the San Diego <laughs> yes, area, yes, you did. but but the the my point in saying that is that we're going to move it around from year to year. Yeah, and so you know, don't worry, kissing me for the kissing me study groups, and there are more than more than one. Um, it's okay because next year there's going to be a whole other uh, location, and and we like to try to we're going to try to keep it fun and and keep it uh, keep it interesting, and and I think the biggest thing that 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 is worth mentioning is that. Um, uh, we're going to be making an appearance. Yes. Um, and, um, and I also think that we are going to have um, a little bit of a live music uh, show. Yes. Um, we are, uh, the Mighty Mighty Boston's are going to be there. Yep. Um, playing on the opening night. And that's, I think that's going to be a really fun show. Or it's not all of the, not the whole band, but it's no. going to be a good a representation of the band. I think we have three of them on board right now. Uh, not the singer. We have uh, two, two, two of the uh, the brass guys. Right. Uh, well, we have and, a, and we the have, dancer and the dancer. Yes. yes, we have two trombone players and the dancer. So it, that that's going to be just a great, great fun 
evening. Uh, we look forward to to that. And and anyway, bop, 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 bop. We're, we're we're letting the the minutia get away from uh, the the topic at hand. And today's topic is an exciting one because it is the Christmas season. Uh, it is about the spirit of giving, and we thought this topic uh, would be appropriate for the season, in, 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 a, in a roundabout way, maybe the reason for the season, although I'm not talking about Jesus, I am talking about Santa. So, Michael, why don't you very quickly, as we get into the topic of Santa Claus, uh, give us a rough historical sketch of Santa, mm-hmm. his origins, his history, mm-hmm. where he comes from, and mm-hmm. all the rest. Go ahead. Well, um, Santa Claus uh, is a, it's a Saint, Saint Claus um, was a saint um, named Nicholas. Yes. And well, that's the part everybody knows, but now go deeper, go to, go to the part that people don't know, the stuff that well, you, the, the stuff that you found so surprising when you started digging into this. Well, he is a, or is rumored to be. Um, living in the North Pole area. Yes. Um, or is it the South Pole? It's the North Pole. And he uh, lives in a house, from what I from what I can ascertain. He yes. Lives in a, yes. He lives in a house. Yes. But go uh, deeper. But go. But go into the stuff that I mean, because this is all very popular stuff that everybody knows. But go into the stuff that people don't know. Go into some of the uh, the historical roots of this. That's what I think people are going to be most excited to learn. Go ahead. Um. Well, he's married, from what I can tell, happily mm-hmm. married. Yes. Um, and he has a whole staff of elves uh, that work for him, that make toys for him. And on Christmas Eve, he gets in a sled that is driven by flying reindeer. Yes. And he travels the globe and all in one night is able to uh, deposit toys into the chimneys of families. Uh, literally, he's able to do this globally and he does it all in one night. Yes, but and 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 all of what you say is true and fun and exciting. But as I say, I feel like this is the kind of and you've done a very good job of giving us the sort of popular overview of Santa Claus and uh, the Santa Claus myth and how we celebrate Santa Claus today. But go go deeper. Dig get get into the get into mm. the history of it, the real the roots of it, of it, and and where it comes from, and and why uh, the, the 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 pagan association. Yeah. And, 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 oh, and, and, and if you could give us a, a, a kind of bio, biographical sketch of St. Nicholas well, to begin. I know, what I, I know what I think about it. And I think that, that one of the reasons that I am hesitant to tell you what I know about it is because I don't want to influence um, any of our listeners' uh, perceptions about it or yours, Mike. So, um, well, it's not, I, I'm not really looking for the kind of uh, subjective uh, analysis right. of Santa so much as I am looking for just a very dry kind of historical mm-hmm. right. sketch, really tracing the roots of St. Nicholas and right. his history and how it came to be known right. As, right. as Santa Claus and right. and, and geographically right. where, right. where well, the as myth I said, began. He lives in 
in the he lives yes. in the North Pole. Yes. And um, from all accounts, he has a house. Um, and 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 I and these elves that I know work for him. And well, know, let's in, go, let's let's dig into the granular there about the elves. Now, where did this this idea of elves come from? I mean, I've heard about these elves my whole life, yeah. but where where does that particular aspect of the Santa Claus mythology come from? And I well, I really want I really want you to get your beak all the way into yeah. That. Yeah, and and I and this is a perfect example of where I feel like I know what I think, yes. you know. But then sometimes I feel like, you know, in kind of in the great tradition of of the teacher of wanting to let the student learn through their own experiences. I want to know what you think. I want to know mm. what the listener thinks mm. because I know what I know. Right. And so I think in a way, um, what I want to do is turn the question on you and shine that mirror of questioning right back on you and ask you the very same question, mm. which is, what do you think the the history of the elves are? And I know the answer, but I am very interested to know what you think. Well, I totally agree with you uh, that I don't want to prejudice the listener too much uh, because this is such a kind of rich wonderful story about well it's how, almost a it's it's velvety if yes. it were a if it were a broth yes the broth would almost have a velvety texture. well it'd be it would be a cheese soup wouldn't it it would um you and you you dip some christmas bread into it and just take a big hunk of it in your mouth and chew it and 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 enjoy it because it's such a fun uh, time of year and such a wonderful story as we contemplate these 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 little elves who who create toys in in Santa's workshop and there's and that they word see, workshop and they see they seem tireless don't they they do seem tireless and um, um, because the ta their task is so big well, it's, it's, so, it's overwhelming to a normal human isn't it yes uh, the idea of crafting toys for every good little boy and girl on the on the on the face of the planet uh, even if even if one were to live in elf time which which moves slower than human time it's it's still a kind of insurmountable task that somehow these elves are able to accomplish with their tiny little hands you know and their and and their 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 oddly shaped shoes which don't seem to impede their movements at all it's a it's wonderful folklore and and, and now we're getting into that word folklore and and of course uh, when i think of folklore i think of mythos and uh, mythology and tall tales and Paul Bunyan comes to mind. But continue. Um, well, I mean, I think that you really uh, tapped into something that, that's really crucial to the yes. whole Santa narrative. Uh, um, this sort of uh, mythological uh, story that we tell ourselves, this story that gets handed down uh, from from father to son, from mother to daughter, um, this 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 story of the uh, benevolent, uh, oh, the jolly Saint Nick, isn't he? Right, he's and, He's 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 got a a big belly and a beard and his cheeks are rosy and, and don't forget what he says he says ho 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 yes and <laughs> and and he's in a great mood and yes. and in a sense you know uh, the elves are magical wonderful little creatures and they they work so hard so hard um and and their work ethic of course uh, is is really really rooted in the Puritan work ethic that this country's uh, 
uh, success is so built on the shoulders yes. of the pure of the Puritans, isn't yes, it? Yes, it's a and, kind of it's a foundational aspect of our American character, isn't it? Which is why yes. Santa Claus is the quintessential American, you know, right yes. up there with Uncle Sam and. What's that? Um, what am I hearing? That's an airplane. I see. And G.I. Yes. Joe. And, yes. Uh, and, maybe, uh, it's, maybe it's Santa's uh, sleigh. Maybe he's, he's, he's uh, taking an airplane this year instead of That's <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, I mean, uh, you he know. He could. This, this, he could. I mean, he's yes, magic, well, so he could. Yes, he could. yes, 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 yes. Well, I mean, you know, um, well, he, he's, he, 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 you know, it really speaks to this idea of, of, of strong, Strong uh, American values uh, that if we work hard, that if we're good people, that if we are contributing uh, to our uh, society and the world around us, that we will be rewarded. Yes, um, our just by, rewards, as it were. Um, um, as 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 the song goes, the this uh, Saint Nicholas is keeping a list, isn't he? Yes. Of uh, all the children, and he's keeping track of whether or not they are. Um, and I quote, naughty or nice Mike yes. and uh, I think that, um, that 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 promise that specter of the gift um, uh, for many children um, certainly on in, in the America in the Americas North America um, we actually build our morality around um, doing right by Santa yes so it's, that it's a kind of Santa based morality that we live yes. in here in America isn't it yes I mean I, I wanted to get presents on mm. Christmas. And so it was very important to me that I be seen by him as nice. Mm -hmm. And so uh, when I was tempted to misbehave, I thought of that list. Mm -hmm. And I wondered if I, if I uh, do this bad deed, whatever that may be, throwing feces at a house or what have you, that, uh, that maybe I wouldn't make it onto Santa's list if I were to do that. Or that, or that I would make it on the list, but I would be on the wrong side of that list. You don't want to be on the list. wrong side of the list because, of course, uh, the naughty children don't receive presents or they might That's receive right. a lump of coal. That's right. Which, that uh, is exactly right. A very patriarchal system, uh, yeah. Santa. Very patriarchal. Uh, yes. We, we, you, you alluded to uh, Mrs. Claus earlier, the, the nameless Mrs. Claus, the kind of er-female that exists, um, mm. uh, kind of Mother Gaia, you know, uh, mm. uh, representing the, the, the more carnal side of Santa, you know. Right. Uh, the, this, the, the homemaker, the, 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 the woman who keeps the hearth uh we don't know much about mrs claus or how she came to 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 live in the north pole yeah with santa claus mm -hmm, mm -hmm, the, mm -hmm. the, the the texts don't speak to this and i mm -hmm, i wonder mm -hmm. if you have any theories about well uh what, what do we know about her what well, what we know what, she what, likes cookies mm -hmm, she bakes mm -hmm. cookies we know that we know she wears an apron uh, we know what, what, she, we know she she wears a, a hair a hair covering. What's her story? Where yes. did she? Uh, what? Where? Where did they meet? Yes. Um, well, did they what, did they meet cute uh, like in a Hollywood romantic <laughs> comedy, or, or was this an arranged marriage? We don't know. Is there more than one Mrs. Claus? Because we know Santa uh, is immortal, but is Mrs. Claus immortal, or does oh, she does she grow old and wither on the vine like mm. like uh, like women do? They age very quickly. Mm-hmm. 
And we don't know her first name, do we? No, we don't. Um, and 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 the the historians don't even really speculate about this. I mean, we I feel like we know more about uh, Mary Magdalene than we do about Mrs. Claus. Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah. I. Uh, I chose I chose Mary Magdalene very deliberately because we're, we we have the contrast, don't we? The Madonna and the whore uh, mm. when we talk about Mrs. Mm. Claus, you know, is, mm. who who is she and 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 is she the Madonna or is she the whore? Mm-hmm. And we don't know. We really and what does she what does she think about um, her husband's exploits, as it were? Right. She she's really, she really represents this sort of uh, uh, long suffering uh, spouse. Uh, who's you know who uh, whose husband the husband or the wife is never home because they're working all the time and, yes and uh, what a burden that is and yet you understand that uh, well a man has to do what a man has to do and there's there's that sort of uh, anachronistic idea yes, isn't it? yes I mean yes. we talk about uh, Rudolph the red nosed reindeer saving yes. the day in the mm-hmm. event of uh, yes, yes, yes. of Santa's uh, inability to steer that sleigh yes, but, yes, but, yes, but yes, we yes, never yes. hear about Mrs. Claus's role. I mean, the, the 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 beast of burden, the pack animal, the reindeer seems to have yes, more yes. importance in this narrative than yes. than the wife. Well, as well, but I think as you said, she's she's making the cookies yes. and she's uh, in the house keeping, uh, you know, making sure that everything's nice and tidy for 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 Santa when he uh, comes back from his journey, which by all accounts um, uh, is is a quite a big journey. Uh, by all, by all, uh, by all records, um, I'm just gonna let that airplane pass by. Yes. By well, all records, uh, well, it's a global journey. Well, it's it's a global journey. Yes, and and, and, and I can only imagine. But that by the time he gets home, he's he's tired. Although well, he's you know, tired, he's know, probably cranky. How was your day? I don't want you know. Yeah, well, perhaps you uh, probably don't even don't even get me started. Right. I mean, from what I understand, he gets stuck in quite a few chimneys. Yes, um, not all of them. Some of them are big enough uh, for him to just go right down. And you know, but 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 I can only imagine too that he eats a lot of cookies because uh, it is a tradition. I know. Uh, in North America, it is tradition to leave cookies for Santa Claus. Well, and so, carrots for the reindeer. That's right. That's but, right. But never, but never a gift for Mrs. Claus. Never a gift for Santa to uh, to bring home to the misses. Well, maybe that's something that we 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 should uh, we should really think about as a society, shouldn't mm. we? Mm. Um, maybe it's about time that we um, considered uh, leaving uh, something for Mrs. Claus as mm. well. Um, I mean, at the very least, our thanks and acknowledgement of the hard work that she does. Sure, a card. I think what you're saying is maybe a would be a, a card or a note. Mm. Um, uh, or even a gift card, you know, to, to Amazon right. or something like that. Sure, you know? sure, 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 sure. I sure. mean, uh, you know, the, the other the other aspect of the, the Santa mythos that we don't discuss is the kind of isolation, you know, this mm. this couple living alone mm-hmm. at the top of the world, uh, surrounded sort by... It's sort of an isolationist fantasy, isn't it? It's, anyway, a, it's a little yeah. bit of an isolationist fantasy. Hmm. You know, to remove ourselves from the 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 the, the workaday cares, yes, um, yes. but only to replace them with the uh, responsibilities that are magnified a, 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 a millionfold. Uh, That's right. To to bring all, to bring toys to all the children of the world. Yes, 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 yes. And and to and to do the research of of knowing what these children want as individuals. Mm. You know, because certainly what is what works for the goose may not work for the gander. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I do know. I mean, I know in my own households when uh, 
when the children would 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 grow oh so excited about Santa's arrival and their their eager little eyes lit up at the at the thought of uh, of jolly Saint Nick descending down the chimney and depositing toys for them. Uh, what was good for the goose wasn't good for the gander, and vice yes. versa. Yes, yes, um, yes. My children are. Are, are human, of course. I'm using goose and gander as kind of metaphoric uh, terms to describe their gender differences. Yes. And I imagine you were doing the same. Yes. So powerful when we, when we really dig into the, the Santa story and we, we view it from a, a kind of mo- through a modern lens. I'd, I'd love to see Santa and Mrs. Claus maybe split the duties, you know, maybe, maybe uh, you know, they get two sleigh and cut the work in half. Yes. Um, well, I mean, the, 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 there is so much duty to be dealt with. Yes. I mean, the, 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 um, I can't even fathom um, how much duty is involved in taking on such a huge uh, undertaking as to deliver all these toys. Right. It is such a big, fat duty. Yes, it is. It is a enormous duty that can, I would think, be overwhelming in its mm-hmm. size and its scope. Um, and yet, every could year... We, well, could we say that it is the biggest duty I, I've ever seen? Oh, yes. I mean, certainly the biggest holiday duty. It's a remarkable achievement um, that the duty is, 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 is uh, fulfilled at all. It's just such a, a, a big, fat duty. Yes. Yes. Huh. Really, it really boggles the mind. It does. Well, Michael, as we uh, head towards Christmas Eve and we tune our ears to the skies, hoping to hear the jingle jangle of all those flying reindeer and the merry ho-ho-ho of the great Santa Claus as he makes his rounds through the night sky, I wonder if you have a Christmas wish for any of our listeners. Um, yes, I do. And every year I, I, I feel like I want the opportunity to reach out to everyone I've known, past or present, even in the future, and take this opportunity, this yearly opportunity, to just wish everybody a wonderful holiday time and may the ringing bells of Christmas and the tinsel, the, the rustle of the tinsel, fill your life with happiness and joy. Beautiful. Michael, what about you? Um, well, the wife and I are saving up for a hot tub. So if anybody wants to contribute to that, obviously go to the topics page and we've got a, we've got a PayPal thing set up so you can just donate directly to the PayPal thing, uh, for the hot tub. So for all the study groups and the study group captains and all the listeners out there, I I wish you the joyous tidings of the season. And to you, Michael, a hearty thanks for another year of topics. I I learned so much uh, speaking with you. And more than that, I teach so much. So thank you. Thank you. Hello. 
We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Topics. Please help us get the word out about the show by writing us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you'd like to write to us a question or a comment about this episode or any episode, please do. Our email address is topicspodcasts at gmail.com. Thank you. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead.